back, NetHeads to the School Survival Guide Podcast. This is Kirk, and with me here is... Jacob, what's up, guys? What's up? Yep, we're doing just another one here. It's a nice Saturday night hang with the boys. Yeah. Uh, today we watched episode nine of the second season. Moving along, uh, you said we're approaching the midway point of season two? Yeah, we're about halfway through, because uh, I think they're is, uh, what, 20 episodes this season? That sounds um, right. So, yeah, I think the Valentine's episode is next, finally. Um, but this episode definitely seemed like there... I mean, I don't know, because I didn't look it up, but I'm speculating there may have been some sort of budget increase halfway through. <laughs> yeah, well, at um, least the production, just maybe the... Uh, I don't know, has Joe... New director? Has, has Joe Menendez, has he directed uh, episodes before this one? Um, let me see. I'm on his, um, IMDb page. He's done a lot of stuff like since then. <laughs> he does, he has a good amount of Ned episodes. So he's 10 to be specific. He's got 10 apps under his belt. Um, he did daydreaming in gym. He did video projects in school clubs. He did vice principals in Mondays, your body procrastination. So this one. So I'll say he did a good job. Those are all good ones. Yeah. If I remember uh, correctly, those are all good episodes. Because we noticed in, what was it, the beginning of the first half, right? Just right smack dab in the, in the beginning of the episode. Well, it's, was it's when that first scene, it's like it starts out on the uh, leaves or whatever, and then it pans out to the, you know, it was a little bit a little bit nice. And then there's a shot when he we see the vice principal, Krubs, walk into the classroom, and then the camera pans back into the shot with Ned's head in the... Uh, foreground yeah it, it like basically shots. it moves backwards and then becomes an over the shoulder uh with uh vice principal Krubs in the in the uh back or, or and and vp Krubs, he comes there. into the class he comes in to announce that the teacher will be out and that there will be a substitute teacher yes kicking us into the episode yeah, I mean, substitutes were definitely a huge part of school. Real, um, yeah, for sure. It real was thing. it was usually um, just a day, like like they pretty much talk about in this, where you just get to not do anything and not learn anything. Yeah, for usually. Real. I mean, sometimes they'd be like, "All right, we're gonna like watch a video," or like you guys have like this random assignment that the teacher assigned, so like you have to do that either in class or that becomes your homework essentially. At our high school, though, we had some <laughs> we had some we had some classic subs. I mean, Mr. Rue. Great guy, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Yep. Yeah. Is he dead? Yeah, he died. We we oh, I went to rip. I went I literally went to his funeral because Kellen oh, knew him. Kellen, Kellen was in the band with him, the school band. He's an old guy, yeah. uh, clearly, and <laughs> he played I think trumpet or something. He played, he was because he, he would sub in music. He would sub the music class a lot, which that's yeah, one they were, that would um, basically be like we would just jam all class period. I mean, what else are you supposed to do in music? That's pretty much yeah. It was fine. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> um, it was yeah, in high school, That's we definitely had some teachers that were like always consistently subbing at the school. There was, uh, I forget, what was the guy's name that took over uh, the Vietnam War class? Yeah, Leslie. Merker? Merker, yeah. Like he that. um He subbed a ton of classes, and he was always becoming like a long-term sub, which they talk about in this episode as well, yeah. uh, long-term subs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Long-term subs were always the worst. Oh, well, never... I had a long... You know what? In seventh grade, I didn't mean to cut you off, but in seventh grade, I had a no, long-term sub in Spanish class. The worst class you could possibly have a yeah, substitute teacher. Bad. I might as well not have taken that. I, like, when I took Spanish too, that was basically the first, like, you know... But every time, I mean, every time you take a Spanish class, it's like the first time you take a Spanish class. To be that fair. is that is true, <laughs> um, because you know you're not going to retain a ton of information unless you're like really like man, I'm going to learn a language, which that wasn't the case for me at least. <laughs> no. I didn't care about learning it; I just had to take it. But um, yeah, yeah, I I feel like I also had a had a pretty shitty situation with a long term sub because I had a long term sub for uh, the whole time that we uh, we took um, algebra. Or what was it? Algebra <laughs> two in high school. Ked was in that class with me, and that shit was a nightmare. Because <laughs> you really need it. algebra two becomes a huge basis for uh, your your math going forward. <laughs> yeah. In this um, class, in the or in this episode, the teacher or Ned's teacher, Mister Weiner, the sub in question, the long term sub in question, is subbing English class. Which is that seems fine. That's cake. If you have a long term right. sub in English. You are completely fine. It yeah. will not change your curriculum. What, do you not speak freaking <laughs> English, bro? It's not going to change your curriculum at all. They're going to no. be like, all right, you have these readings. Yeah, you got to okay. read this stuff. You got to write these things. I'll maybe look at it, uh, you know. Like, are you telling me that I would have had a, a worse um, educational experience with a long-term sub than I did with uh, Ms. Delaney Henderson in fucking ninth grade? Because yeah. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> she held that class real loose. Yeah, it was loose. I didn't <laughs> learn a thing. <laughs> no. Um, we, we had other people do work for us. Hey, well. Blatantly. Come on. <laughs> the team tests were legitimate. Yeah, team tests. <laughs> Our tables were up into each other. Mr. How could she not, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Wiener, his, his whole thing is he was the elementary teacher for the gang. So Ned, Mose, and Cook, they all had a... Uh, Mr. Wiener, who had a bunch of bits. He's a goofball. Yeah. He's basically a prop comic. He is, and and um, they have a real soft spot for him, which nobody else seems to feel yeah. in this middle school. Everybody else is like, fuck this guy. Fuck this so loser. I don't know What's what this that situation is. Like, did they go to like a different elementary school, you think? Or? No, I think that they. I, I think that everybody had him, but the, everybody else just outgrew him hard, and they're sick of him. It's like people that hate Barney and shit and you know, all that stuff. Yeah, I feel like. Well, that's... I mean, maybe maybe Ned and the gang should have kind of gotten over it. Well, this know? guy needs to read the room better and fucking adjust his adjust his uh, act, which he does ultimately do. He becomes he he <laughs> he turns from because he has a puppet show, you know, which is obviously a children's thing, but that can be altered yeah. into an adult thing very easily. Yeah, depending on the the substance of it, you know. Yeah, which he does, and you nailed it on the head too later with what he becomes. <laughs> right. What did I say? You said that he. You said he was like triumph the insult comic. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it's also mixed with like a, um, uh, I don't know, like a like a robot chicken bit or something. Yeah, like something yeah, I could a, see that. Because because yeah, the puppets. But it's pretty bizarre. I mean, the the sets that he creates though. He creates are a diorama sweet. that he wears on his head, and so he has a small, tiny little puppet body underneath his big head. And he's controlling it with his arms too, which is crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, because they're uh, trying to read Moby Dick throughout the episode. That's the class material, which, which I, mean, I never read. Is that really is that a book for for a seventh grader to read? I don't know about that. I wouldn't think so. I I would think it would be too dense. 
I would think so too, for sure. But maybe that's what they're trying to. Maybe they're trying to get the kids. Smaller. Like I feel like middle school, you're probably reading like read novellas book. and like and like teen novels, right? I don't fucking. I don't know what kids. Not not heavy ass shit like Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> old old uh, I think English literature. I don't know. Never read it. Yeah, that seems more like a seems high boring. school thing to me. Seems long. Seems like a long that's like, book. That's like when they made us read like Thoreau and shit. Yeah, Walden. Yeah, Walden Pond. <laughs> I didn't ever actually read it, I don't think. Just a chapter about ants. Oh. This fucking guy. That was from that. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the only part. That's the only excerpt I've read. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that that um, was from that. But Oh, we didn't say it in the beginning, too. Uh, are you drinking anything interesting? You were telling me you had an Alabama sour earlier. Yeah, well, from Birmingham, Alabama, I was having the sour patch because uh, shout out to Will. My friend here, he uh, went. He lives. Or his family's from Alabama, so he got this. But it's a passion fruit sour ale. It's so sour, very tart. I like it. Ha- Avondale Brewing Co. made it, so it's called the Sour Pash, as a passion fruit. P A S H. But yeah, I fin- I'm I, drinking. I, yeah, uh, I finished that. A, a Texas single malt whiskey, uh, which I don't know. I don't know the distillery. I don't have the bottle on my table. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, but uh, I've drank it with you over the years. My sister got me years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's taken us so long to drink it. Because um, we used to be way more whiskey people than we are now. So just now, every now and again, I'll, I'll get like the urge to uh, to have some whiskey. Is that um, bourbon or what is that? Um, Do you remember? I'll be right back. I was going to go get it. Um, as far as cookies uh, plot the thing on this episode his whole thing is uh vp crubs for one reason or another comes over to him says hey cook i need you to take attendance i'm just talking about cookies plot thing here right on um yeah this is it says it's balcones texas single malt whiskey classic edition 53 percent alcohol by volume it's the original texas whiskey is what it says oh interesting hmm. um it's good stuff yep i've enjoyed it i mean you know <laughs> when you're in the mood for whiskey if you want if you're not yeah. in the mood for whiskey it's awful yes that is very true i mean it it's very rare occasions uh i was just talking about though how vp krebs comes over and recruits cookie to be a substitute teacher basically yeah that plot line um i enjoyed it i, <laughs> I thought yeah. it was really ridiculous yeah. <laughs> um but it was nice how ridiculous it was that cook like was just one. sent in there to like read a syllabus or something take attendance just uh, yeah, to take attendance, and he just becomes a substitute teacher, and that's just what he is for like a week or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. Yeah, he he says that he enters his name into the school's substitute database. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he comes into the suit. Yeah, he comes into school the next day wearing a full suit. Does that mean he's getting paid for that? Is he getting no? Did he get a week's worth of pay? Well, he might have hacked. Do you think that he if, hacked his he, the payroll? He hacked himself into the payroll. Well, no, because if he's added into the substitute database and they're like choosing him to come in and sub for classes, he's got to be getting paid. No, someone's getting paid. Someone is getting paid, <laughs> and it for sure ain't Cook, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's doing it for the love of it. That's for, that's for sure. Either way, that is for sure. He bought a new suit. Yes, because I've never seen that suit. Maybe he also, guys, episode. he gets another suit next episode too, which is interesting. An even crazier suit. Yeah. <laughs> we find out that Mr. Wiener apparently like was Ned's. He inspired Ned or some uh, like to 
do the the guide to create the guide yeah some um, way or another because i because we find out um a little bit of lore that yeah. um ned was trapped in the women's bathroom twice not yep. just one time yeah but two times once where mo saved him and once where mr wiener saved him Ooh, deep lore that is that is that is a lot of lore it's a good nugget <laughs> um but yeah, oh, also there was an interesting thing in Sweeney's class on Moses' um, uh, story arc where they have a listen list and a do not listen list yeah. for the substitute. Yeah. So there's just kids that straight up you don't listen to. <laughs> yeah. The, one fun. of the, yeah, the huge crew girl, the head huge crew girl. She's like, well, you know, we were supposed to go out to the, he was going to take us out to the snack area to study snacks. Yeah, because they're supposed to be learning about moose migration patterns, but they don't want to learn that. To be fair, that couldn't be more useless. Right, of course. <laughs> that is a useless thing, for sure. For middle schoolers to learn, that's that's like something you need to really, you should you have to opt into that class. In, in like yeah, your, that'd be something In like your you third learn... year of college. <laughs> yeah, if you're, like you're trying to become a like a park ranger or something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, um, but Moe's backs sure her up though. I'm sure it would be interesting. Moe's pipes sure in. Be, you know. Uh, after, after the, um, this is the, this is the substitute teacher that, which, well, how do they describe her? Cause she, this is the Asian sub that's hair obsessed. She's just obsessed I, with hair products. I don't products. exactly know how they described her. I kind of missed that in the beginning. Yeah. She's, she's, uh, you know, she's a decent looking Asian woman with, uh, with very she nice hair. Dumb. Yeah, well, that's her thing. She's dumb, and she just is only obsessed with her hair. She, she throughout the episode, sprays her hair. She gasses out the entire class with hairspray. Yeah. That room would have caught, thinks... like, a goddamn fucking, I don't know what, but, I mean, that's flammable shit for sure. Oh, oh definitely. Uh, but at one point, she, she mistakes uh, mooses, like the animal, for, like, yeah. moose that you put in your hair. <laughs> There's a lot of different, like, mm -hmm. uh... Moose puns and stuff in this. <laughs> there is, yeah. Chocolate moose comes into play later. Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh. In in Moses' storyline, they they are like rotating through subs, yeah. um, which is different than Ned's, where it's just Mister Weiner the mm -hmm. whole time. Um. Because then Mose also gets um the old lady teacher that can't hear anything, and yes. then what is the other person that that they get? Um. Oh, they get cook. That's the other. Oh guy. yeah, they get <laughs> they, they the get sub. cook, and they then they don't act, they don't even acknowledge that it's cook though. No, they just say the substitute. They're like, we made the substitute cry. And then he comes over though, and he's like, oh, you know, he like talks to him, like and hangs out, like as if he is cookie because he is cookie. Yeah, but that he's was cookie, odd. but he's also not cookie. Yeah, that know? was weird. <laughs> but I liked it. I loved it. They're always <laughs> making cook do bizarre shit. That's what I like. I think cook gets addicted to the fact that he can just say something and for whatever reason the class listens to him he gets he gets a good obedient class of kids i guess and they listen to yeah, the sub. He, he gets addicted to the power which um i mean sixth grade i guess i could kind of see um kids still listening a lot um oh but at one point know. they said what do they say they said i think you need a license to be a sub and cookie says no you just need a pulse which is kind of insulting <laughs> to substitute teachers yeah, but also at the same time, this whole time, episode is like insulting the substitute could teachers. Be though a substitute teacher. That's the whole point of this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a job. It's a job for retirees, and like, I, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I bet it's fun. 
The, the commitment. I mean, I remember people at my last job talking about subbing as a fallback. They were like, they were like, yeah. But if everything you know, else fails before, and, I, and just again. my life turns to shit, I guess I could still just be a substitute teacher. Is that, is that the vibe I, that, that they were which, saying? You know, basically, yeah. Uh, which that probably didn't end up happening now that um, a lot of the classes are like online and shit. Yeah, that would suck. Work. Imagine being How a substitute e-teacher. <laughs> yeah. How does that work now? <laughs> Anybody can just pop on and just, just some, they like. You're like on the on like the the dark web, like looking for like Zoom room keys, and you're just like joining them. <laughs> yeah, I, that must have happened, right? People just popping into kids' classes. <laughs> that was happening in the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. you don't remember? Hearing I, about yeah, those I did people that were like the Zoom that. pranksters or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> they like get off on the fact that they're like interrupting people's like doctorate lecture. Oh. <laughs> um. Mr. Wiener can't cut it in middle school is basically the situation. He yes. is well, he, he is playing elementary bits on middle school kids. Listen, he's washed, you know? What he's a washed do? up he's a washed up has been. He's a washed up comic. Well, he's in and he's in over his head. You know, he's he's a, <laughs> just say a bunch you could say a bunch of different things. Ned tries to do, but Ned has basically becomes his booking agent and tries to get him a new gimmick to get him hot yeah. with the kids. So he's like, "You're gonna be the rock and roll sub," which is a retarded but, thing to to say. Yeah, but. it was so weird. <laughs> so, but it was a it was a cool scene because there's a uh, it's basically a music video scene. There's lyrics that pop up. It's like hair about, metal about Moby Dick. Yeah, he's singing about Moby Dick. Yeah. They're dressed like I Steel mean, even, Panther, or or you know. The, he wants them. He wants them to learn. He wants them to learn about Moby Dick. None of these kids have read it, you know. Yeah. And then they go talk about. They're like, man, these kids, blah blah blah, something or other. We got to bring in the walrus. That was the song we used to sing. This song in elementary school. When you sing sad, bring in the walrus. I guess that's how it went. <laughs> He's yeah, and then wa- they bring in a live walrus. <laughs> yeah, it's a real walrus, which is it's a sick prop. It's this huge fucking walrus, uh, thing. Do you think this episode had any inspiration for Kevin Smith's Tusk? I don't know if Kevin Smith is privy to this. What? You don't think so? I don't know. Is he a Nick? Is he a Nick kid? He doesn't seem like he is. He would have been like, I mean, Clerks two age, <laughs> but when this came out, like whenever that, however old he was when that he was came out, deep into his directing career. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> for all you Nedheads out there, make sure you go watch Tusk by uh, by Kevin Smith. Yeah, it's available. It's a hell of a movie. It's out there. We saw it in the theater, so <laughs> not many, not many people can say that. Movie. Not many people can say that they saw that in the theater. No, not many, no. It wasn't in the theater for very long. Did he ever release that third one of the trilogy? Because it was supposed to be Tusk, Yoga Hosiers, and then one other one, Moose right? Draw? Yeah, did he release that? I, I don't think so. Did he ever make it? I don't know. I don't think so. Because, I mean, Yoga Hosiers was like straight to DVD or whatever, Definitely right? didn't watch that one. <laughs> I didn't see it either. It looked awful. <laughs> Got to watch it at some point, though. I, the way he, I don't understand the way he decides what movie he's gonna make. It's it's very it's very out there. He's an out there guy. Yeah, but he just he's it's not. He, I feel like never ever at any point. You think it's you think at some point if you're gonna make a movie, you gonna spend all this money to make a movie. You think does anybody want to see this movie? <laughs> I don't think he ever thinks that. Well, isn't it just he created the all those as like a joke on his podcast, right? They're memes. It's basically meme movies that he's making. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I mean, that's amazing in and of itself, though, to to just be able to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, get a budget from somebody and be able to make those movies. Yeah, good for him. I yeah, you got to give him props for that. I. What is the... <laughs> how does this episode wrap up? Um, so they do the, the, like, um, little montage sequence where, like, oh, yeah, they're running. running down the hallways and, like, the walrus is chasing them and mm-hmm. so is the mob of kids. Um, Moses being a, a bully to the substitute teachers and Cook is going into various classes substituting. Um, and then after that, they pretty much are able to help Mr. Wiener, um, get a new act and he just becomes grittier for the kids. He's, like, making fun of them and shit. Yeah. Um, He's and like, then, well, you were. He's then, like talking, like he's talking at him. Yeah, like, yeah, like he's an got insult fake comment. Five o'clock shadow on. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's talking like David Tell, but he's got the 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 Moby Dick whale puppet, which is like yeah. the triumph insult comic dog basically thing of the bit, and then yeah. it culminates in the the whale biting off the puppet's little tiny leg and blood is spurting everywhere. Yeah, there's blood, which which yeah. I didn't see coming. Bright red blood. Um. And then the the other wrap up is um, Mose gets moved on to the do not listen list uh, for Mr. Sweeney's class because Sweeney comes back and finds out that nobody was learning his uh, moose migration lessons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, VP Krubs arrests Cook. Yeah. Oh, right. Which was bullshit. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. You were the one that led him into doing. Yeah. That. You hired. You told him. You told him to do it. You gave him the green light. He's culpable. Just uh, he's just as culpable as Cook is. I say. Uh, but that's the end of that half of the episode. Uh, what yep. were you thinking on the rating there? Yeah, that was a good one. I think we. I, I think we both liked that. We laughed a lot. I'm gonna give that one an eight. Nice. Um, I will also give it an eight. Uh, I'm right there with you. I think it was uh, very good. I think it was better than the last uh, yeah. episode. Um, I laughed a lot. Um, which was good because I feel like uh, a couple of the past ones, you know, I wasn't feeling as much, mm-hmm. but I feel like this one was pretty, pretty yeah. spot on. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that brings us into the new student episode. The new student. Um, uh, it shoots right into it um, where a new student is introduced named Bernice. Bernice. I didn't catch her last name. Bernice Glibenbacher or Glibenhocker. Yeah, it was. That is a weird name. It's a weird name, but it makes sense that that's her name because it's a nerdy name, isn't it? Isn't, uh, doesn't that name sound nerdy? I on IMDb, she doesn't. The character doesn't even credit with the last name, so even the IMDb people couldn't catch it. Well, doesn't Bernice <laughs> Glibenhocker sound like the name of a chick that's into bucking algebra and boogers? Yes. Uh, In her heart of hearts. Yes. In her heart of hearts, yes, which we find out later. But uh, the, at the beginning, she, puts uh, she out, basically yeah. is like this tough girl. Yeah, tough girl. She wears a flannel. She has a Brooklyn, I guess, kind of an accent. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what she was trying to do there. It was interesting. And he like riddles off these, these couple of uh, fast-paced tips that um, end up backfiring. It's like, introduce yourself um help show them around invite them to lunch and all those things end up making her think that they're dating now yeah (laughs) yeah she takes them as uh, ned being you know flirtatious which is i guess fair that is fair on her part i you know but but she's like going out of her way but she goes 
beyond the point of of it being okay because she coerces him entirely into being his into her into her boyfriend yeah which he is not okay with um ned um is really not ready for a relationship of any sort (laughs) no he's very i mean we again and again this is apparent so it's a recurring theme of the show he's always put in these situations too (laughs) he's always last episode and he always attracts psychotic dominant women yes that is true for one reason or another and he seems not <laughs> to like it maybe he will someday grow to like that i don't know i think he will if that's the type of uh it would be uh, easier that he attracts. it would be easier if he did <laughs> ned listen up but cookie he he takes it into himself to be a uh, transfer student because i guess what is he he's getting put in a new class yeah, he's getting put into the eighth grade English lit class. Yes. Um. So I guess he's moving up midway through the year, also midway through the second semester of the year. Continuing uh, his to, eighth grade to eighth grade lit, which makes no sense. <laughs> like it's like halfway through the second semester of the year, and like he's being put in a new class. Yeah, what the I don't fuck? know. And he's put in a new class, and he's. No one else in that class knows who he is. No one's ever seen him before, apparently, because he can just completely create a new identity of himself, which he does. Yeah, which, I mean, Cook is kind of always doing that sort of thing. You know, he's always creating new identities for himself. Yeah, maybe he lays low, like, when it's his normal, when he's just himself. It's, he really just talks to Ned and uh, Moe's, and then yeah. doesn't talk to anybody else, so they don't recognize him or, or register they're like yeah he might have been yeah there. he's just like he's a like a ghost he's a, he's a blur yeah. in the background you know i mean there is a ton of people like when you when you're in school i mean you probably remember there's just so many people it's like it's man, true. you're right you're not gonna recognize those people yeah around. no and then later on you sometimes you'll you're, maybe you're looking through a yearbook or you're, and you're like who the, what the huh I think you could, yeah. I mean, if you look through a yearbook now, especially like a middle school one, probably most of the people you're like, who the fuck? Oh, are a middle people? school one for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're very hyper. Like it's it's your circle. I feel like unless you're maybe a, maybe if you're a popular kid, you're aware of more people, but like probably not. You, you've Even got your like core friends that you're you that you give a fuck circle. about, and then like you probably don't care at all about anything outside of that, except yeah. for to make fun of it a little bit here, like in there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Cook dresses up like a he like, pretends to be like British English golfer. He, he, from he, like want, he pretends to be a British exchange student. So he's he's yeah, he's got like golf pants on, golf pants, three piece suit, a newsboy cap. <laughs> he's like he's like supposed to be in Hello. what was that movie that was about original the original golfers? What the hell was that movie called? Oh, I don't have any idea. It's like the greatest game is. or something. The greatest game ever played. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's got Shia LaBeouf in it. <laughs> what movie is that? Did you look it up? It's a it's a movie about uh about golfing, and it's called The Greatest Game Ever Played. Oh yeah, it's I've got heard Shia it. Shia LaBeouf. That's Bill right, Paxton even Shia it. LaBeouf. It's the same exact outfit. That's great. Did it, what year did that come out? Uh, came out two thousand five, <laughs> so around the same time, a little bit earlier. Maybe, it's the same exact thing. I just sent you the link for it. Maybe he's trying to be like the, that movie. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I see it there. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the thing. And then um, the other part of the episode is Goiti's plot line, basically, which is uh, there's a new kid in town, a new janitor, new blood. Yes. That Goiti brought on himself, hired, so 
the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, his is, name is Jack Spratt. Jack Spratt, and Gordy likes to say his full name. Um, and even and they look very similar. Um, yeah. Even at first, uh, from behind, Mose thinks that Jack is Gordy, yes. which is where we see him introduced. Yeah. Um, and Jack wants Gordy's job bad. Jack is like an evil, evil janitor. He's like an evil twin. Yeah, he's like, I will assume Gordy's role, and I will take his being and be him. It's if Gordy actually did his job and didn't care about children. <laughs> yeah, that ends you up know? being his downfall, ultimately, is the is the lack of empathy. Yeah, because they end up um, having a, a janitor Olympics of sorts um, that Moe's gets put on because one of the times when they're having their little scene vice principal vice principal Krubs comes over and is like i need to see jack i love that guy <laughs> mose obviously thinks that he's about to usurp gordy gordy's about to get canned that's what she thinks so she throws in the idea of them doing this even though uh we find out that vice principal Krubs is like i was just gonna tell him there was an opening at another school hey, but i like that idea <laughs> let's have him clean off yeah and he says, winner gets to be boss. Winner's the boss. <laughs> Which I really love. I love the wording of it. <laughs> the huge crew comes by because uh, they see Ned hanging out with his new girlfriend. And they uh, basically recruit her into the Ned club. Um, so every- Oh, there was also a part before oh, this. Before uh, remember when um, they were walking down the hallway and uh, Moe's and Ned are like arm. They're like yeah. arm in arm over shoulder, and they're like walking really weird. On the I think tiles. they do. Like I think they've done that forth. walk in the intro. I think they've done that. Like, do they do that? Yeah, yeah, they, they sped have. Up. Yeah. Um, it's a weird thing it's to, weird see, to see. You know, how would that come about? Really, <laughs> it's weird to see, especially in like not sped up. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that shit. is, I, I mean, it seems like a clear sign of affection. No walking like that arm in arm. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for you sure. Know? So I definitely understand Bernice's, um, yeah, uh, like where she thinks that they're, they're like dating or like some shit. And it's She's like, come like, on girl, on? you know, I just, I, I, I get around. I'm a player. <laughs> Ned, he's kind of is a player, isn't he? Especially, uh, yeah. And and he, I mean, so the huge crew makes him a player whether or not he wants to be one. Yes. So, and now he's he's all the player more because Bernice is cool with, with them all being involved, apparently. Yeah, she she accepts the offer to at join. At first, at least, um, she she's like, all right, I'll give the I'll, I'll be in a I'll be in a group. Uh, I'll be in a group love situation. <laughs> uh, but she does end up getting kicked out because they find out she's a nerd who picks her nose. She's not into net enough. She's into other shit. They, she wanted to talk yeah. about boogers and algebra, apparently, because she's <laughs> autistic or something. Um, I don't know. It's such a such a weird thing. I mean, they're yeah. just making her the female version of, of yeah, that Albert, Albert whatever guy. his name is, with the, with, their, um, with the Spencer's gifts glasses. Yeah, I dude, that shit is so ridiculous. She, she, we like, find out that Bernice herself is meant to wear the same sort of glasses, which is the most ridiculous things. Why do they have to be those glasses? Why? Well, that's a good question. Um, 
they look ridiculous. I guess that's the only thing, but it's like, I mean, I know in the early 2000s, they were like, if you wear glasses, yeah. you're ugly and a nerd. <laughs> I guess this is like that on steroids where it's like, okay, well, if we just had regular glasses, that wouldn't even, she would just be, she would look fine. There would be nothing ridiculous yeah. or cartoonish about that. So we have to give her these literal cartoon goof glasses to uh, make her look like <laughs> a nerd. These fucking goofball glasses. <laughs> um, and then in uh, Cookie's storyline, we see um, him enter the class. Everybody loves that he's British. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, we also got this British kid in our class already. You got to meet him. His name's Nigel. Yeah, they're like, oh, another British exchange British student. He's like, what? Because yeah. he didn't see that coming. And because the only – like, Cook can only speak in, like, random English words. He says, like, fish and chips and, like, Cheerios and Fish and, and chips. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just the most ridiculous Both of them have the worst, the worst accents ever. <laughs> well, yeah, the next day Ned – or the next day in class, Nigel's there. And uh, right off the bat, Nigel sucks. I mean – Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the first thing that I wrote He holds for, court uh, against Cook. <laughs> Yeah, the first thing I wrote for Nigel is Nigel's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And then also after that, from Ohio. A fraud from Ohio. Yeah, we find out that uh, that he's using incorrect. uh, Cookie picks up on his incorrect cricket terminology and general lingo and calls him out. No, just incorrect soccer oh soccer sorry not, cr- not cricket football because he calls it soccer yes. instead of football and then he calls it a field instead of a pitch right a pitch um because he's american from ohio <laughs> i'm from freaking ohio um, who wants to be friends with someone from ohio and this is after he's already called out cook and fucking exposed his ass i feel like this is a low is just a blow to people from ohio yeah this guy I mean, has ohio no goddamn of, pride a, no state pride at all Ohio is one of those states, though, that people always make fun of people from. What do you? People make fun of people from Ohio. People make fun of people from Texas. People make fun of people from Florida. Think about it. This guy's in Cali. The now. swing states. This guy's in Big Cali now. <laughs> Cali's like, yeah, what up, bro? What are you from, freaking Ohio? Why are you all pale looking, dude? What are you fucking? That's why I had to pretend he was English. That's why he's so because uh, he's a pale boy. You know what they should bond over though is that both of their states have really cool flags. Oh yeah. You know. I know that yeah, Cal- California has a California's got a bear on theirs, yeah. and then Ohio has a flag that's not a rectangle; it's shaped like a pennant. Oh, okay. Is it a triangle? So, like three triangle points, like a medieval flag? Uh, it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a forked point. It, it oh goes, yeah, so like it goes like in at the end. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. I like. Sorry, it. I like flags. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so he gets exposed and Nigel does not get exposed because Cook's not a bastard. Yeah, he backs him up. Um, which does that mean that Nigel's going to just going to like keep going with this forever and he's just going to always be the British kid? It, hopefully. Like, or 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 when, Cook is going to let him he's going to continue to set him up in in like in diabolical ways to where Nigel is is digging <laughs> his own grave. Cook's just in a long-term scheme to unveil him in like the most uh, humiliating way possible. That would be fucked. I could see it. <laughs> if if Cook was evil, maybe Cook's not really that evil, is it? Ten, the, uh, Cook kind of just sticks to the guide, and that's it. Yeah. Episode twenty, eleven episodes later, that's the callback. That's when it happens. <laughs> the finale of season two. 
Um, the clean off happens, else? the clean off scene. So everybody, we see, oh, right. we see yeah, the yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Jack Spratt, he cleans everybody up. He cleans the shit up real quick, but in a cold way. And he, and he doesn't try to help the kids, blah, blah, blah. Gordy comes first thing, like kid sneezes in a horrifying, disgusting way on the uh, window. Right. No, the first thing is the paper drop. Right. But okay. So Gordy, the paper drop, the, uh, other dude picks up the papers. Does he hand them back to the kid, or what does he do? No, he, the first Jack throws them away. Oh, he throws them throws away. away the papers. Right. So Gordy tries and to find the Gordy, owners. And then Gordy hands them out. Yeah, he to the people that that own the papers. Right. And then the next one is the kid with the cold. That's uh, just awful. It's horrible. They sneeze <laughs> onto like the plexiglass that's in like the. Front they love where, doing like, that get, gag. Like, note. Yeah, it's horrible. They 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 uh, sneeze chunks onto the thing and the. The, the dude cleans it up, you know, and then moves on. But Gordy gives the kid a tissue first. You know, that's another little, you know, oh, how nice. And then Gordy. he just wipes it with his hands. Yeah. Well, that was that's just Gordy being an animal. <laughs> yes. But long story Speaking short. Speaking of animals, it, it's been a very long time since the weasel's been around, right? Episodes and episodes. What's that about? What is that about? That's one of the that's one of the great things about this show. Yeah, it I has to come back uh, in this season. I'm sure we'll get a couple of weasel episodes. Oh, for sure. I just cut, was kind of thinking yeah, about yeah. it after you said no, that. <laughs> but yeah, then the the last. I will one say that I wanted to say the, the, the song that they play during the clean off is a song that's clearly designed to sound like Saint Jimmy by uh, Green Day. It's like a, yeah, it's like there a are definitely sound some similarities along. there. Yeah. But go- I feel like that's classic for Neds though, because mm-hmm. they just have like a punk rock style to their themed music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So they got to, they got to steal from somewhere. They got to get inspiration. They got to say, "Hey, make it sound like this." Green Day was popular as hell at this point too. American Idiot was out and they shit. They were on top of the world. Big one of the I mean, mm-hmm. biggest band in the world maybe at the time. Yeah, maybe. Them v Nickelback. <laughs> Gordy <laughs> won the clean off though, long story short, because of his heart. Yeah, because um, Vice Principal Krub says that he's the worst cleaner probably ever. This guy sucks. Um, but uh, he he knows that the kids come first. Yeah. And then Jack you is know. like, I'm not working under this guy. I quit. And then Gordy's like, well, before, well nah, you're fired, you know, because he's, he's silly. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good, though, for Jack, because if he gets fired, he may have some sort of severance package. And if he would have quit, he probably wouldn't have gotten one. Yeah, but so. he did quit. Gordy, Gordy didn't catch it in time. Like he quit. Yeah, but he Gordy still fired him technically. <laughs> I guess so. Um, yeah. So Bernice ends up uh, dating the nerd guy with the glasses. Um, yeah. They bond over boogers and algebra, and she ends up dressing like a nerd. We see that she had a lot of different personas because she's been uh, transferred to multiple different schools. Yeah. She so she had like a cheerleader phase, a goth phase, and now a tough phase. She was not comfortable in her own skin, and so she had to latch on to some sort of a cartoon personality that she's seen in a TV yeah. show. Well, I mean, even her normal personality is a cartoon personality. That's very true. It's two deranged people, <laughs> like you said, hanging out. Uh, yeah. Wearing, um, wearing cartoon And the very glasses. last thing we see is uh, the Harry Potter kid. Uh, it's a kid just straight up dressed like he's in Gryffindor. Yeah, they're like, a new British exchange student came in, and he's like, hello, kids. And he's, yeah, he's got a bowl haircut and circle glasses. And uh, he's he's legitimately wearing a robe and a scarf. He's got a scarf with, with Gryffindor colors <laughs> and the insignia. Yeah. <laughs> he just um, didn't have a, a broom or like a wand. 
It's yeah, it's like one of those kids you see walking around uh, Universal, yeah. you know, that are at Harry Potter World. Um, but yeah, so that's the end of that app. Uh, they also don't rat out the Harry Potter kid that we see. They're like, we'll show you around, you know, because Ned and the crew. They are think nice he's. People. They think it's, he, You think he wasn't a real, a real Brit? I think he wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that they're gonna see through him easily. I think that he's gonna be thrown in a locker by Billy, you know, etc. They're gonna try and break, make him break character. They're gonna try to break. Like, him. Oh, 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 hey, oh, stop it! And then eventually, stop he's like, it. "Stop, guys! Like, you're not fucking British." <laughs> um, but yeah, that uh, that's a that episode. Um, I feel like I pretty much liked it the same as the first half. I'm probably still gonna give it an eight. I still laughed a good amount this episode. Um. And I liked the the new student uh, themes. They were all pretty ridiculous, and the the janitor Olympics were pretty silly too. Yeah, I'm gonna do the seven point five on this one. I just think uh, the other okay. one's a little better. I think that's definitely fair. Yeah, but this one was still a pretty solid up. Um, right on. Yeah, no, it was it was good. Um, I think that it, as a whole, it was definitely better than the last step, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely better than. Uh, the episode we watched uh, on Quad Pod. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was it was it was enjoyable to watch. Uh, you guys should definitely uh, check it out. Yeah, this one had a seven point um, five on IMDb. Yeah, yeah, it has a a little bit lower than previous episode, right? I think. Yeah, I believe so. They were both seven somethings, but um, yeah, you got any uh, last little tidbits or anything, Kirk? I mean. Uh, you know, I wish I had something more, I guess, to add on. I don't think I really have much to say, though, you know. Uh, right everybody on. just, you know, um, keep keep on doing what you're doing, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys uh, for listening, and uh, make sure you check out uh, our Instagram. We haven't plugged that in a while, at yeah. uh, harbor underscore boys uh, for the latest content and updates that's right uh from from us uh that abby's posting sometimes i do sometimes i do the ned ones nice uh you could usually tell if the caption is more ridiculous than normal <laughs> um but uh yeah thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you guys for the next uh ned pod peace out mm-hmm.